Welcome back to another episode of uh, Northern Rockets. It's TJ here with my boy Big Jimbo. Big Jimbo in the cut, man. Yes, sir. And we got a special guest today, my good long lifelong friend of mine, Michael Lamprea. Introduce yourself for a second, Mike. What's going on, everybody? My name is uh, Michael Lamprea. A um, little bit of an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. real passionate about fitness, uh, passionate about helping people get into fitness and helping people grow their business. Uh, made a big change in my life when I was young and kind of lost. And mm-hmm. so that's kind of what I do now. I do some public speaking and I work with coaches to help elevate their game. Okay, that's okay. We'll that's get into up. that. Like yeah. that. We'll get into that for sure. What's your Instagram? Uh, Michael underscore Lamprea. Okay, everyone go check that out. Check that out. Go hit because, it up. Because, yo, on your Instagram, I saw a bare topless pics, man. What are you on? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm on the thirst trap tip. You know what I'm saying? That's what gets the views online. You know, you got to show the six pack. You got the six pack. You're like, I was like, let's off. go. Yeah, 100%. That's what we had to. I feel like you don't do all that work to keep it a secret, right? No, nah, you trying to like show it off a little bit sometimes, you know? And especially if you're trying to like get seen, get a little bit of clout, like online, get some clients, like. As for your personal training, for that my personal, yeah, yeah. And, but it's like as like vain as it may sound, like that's what people are gonna pick up on. That's what people are gonna want to be around. Like that's what that's who like how you gonna kind of gain like trust. Mm. Like your Instagram, somewhat of your like online resume, and it's yeah. like if you can't do it for yourself, like what makes other people think that you can do it with them or for them? No, that's true. That's true. You ever think of starting an OnlyFans? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm just joking. I'm just joking, bro. <laughs> 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 don't, don't worry about it. He's like yeah. that all the time. No, I ain't no. gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. I thought about starting a feet finder if all this didn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, bro. Mike, is, I've been best friends with his brother for, since my whole life. So, yeah. like, me and him are mad close. I can bust these jokes with him. Yeah, I, yeah, I like yeah. that you're not taking it too offensive. <laughs> nah, nah, you cool. Um, I want to get some housekeeping done before we jump into the episode. Uh, if you guys are following us and rocking with us, can you please give us a like on Instagram, follow on Instagram and on YouTube? You guys are giving us the views, but we're not getting the followers, so people aren't tagging along. Like, if you look at our page, we're getting good views on all our posts, on our YouTube and our, and our episodes, which are getting about, like, 800, 900 uh, views, episodes, uh, listens an episode, but it's, like, it's not expanding because you guys aren't smashing that like button, giving us a five-star rating on Spotify and all that good stuff. So if you appreciate the work that we've been putting in, please just... We appreciate it if you did that for us. Yeah, yeah. Be more interactive with us. It helps us grow, mm-hmm. you know? The same way that you comment and get into arguments and all that stuff, just show your friends and say, hey, like, like follow this page. You know, there's always good content because we like to keep it interesting for you guys, you yeah, know? Yeah, especially if you share with a friend. If you like our podcast, maybe one of your friends will like it. Just share it around. That's how we're trying to grow, grow off of word of mouth, so... Yeah, yeah, and then enough also, of that though. Enough of that. No, no, actually, I want to get to one more thing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen, but... Uh, we actually had a crazy viral post on Instagram. Yeah, what's the numbers on it? Bro, the numbers were looking stupid. Last time I checked, we had like 100,000 views. There you go. Something like that. Bro, yeah. you saying Bolt like that shit? Yeah, he Stop. did. Yeah. He did. Yeah, 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 yeah. You and can't it, see it anymore, though, because like he liked it like at the very, like probably like first like 5,000. Yeah. He was wild. in there early, but then wild. after, yeah. so now if you search, you can't even find his name. You have to be, if you follow Usain Bolt, then search him, you'll see it. It'll but pop like, up. yo, it's sick. Yeah. It was a That's good it. moment for us. It was from like two episodes with Philip where we were just talking ball. So Yeah, and talking about world championships. I think that's why he he uh was into it because like, yeah, yeah. It's an international bro. Yeah. The, the whole uh, the whole fucking chat or like the comment section was just bare people arguing with Americans saying Americans yeah. are stupid, not realizing we're some Canadians, not I even know. talking about this shit. But bro, as soon as I said, Oh, Canada was invented in basketball, <laughs> they were like, bro, everyone was on my head. International wow. and Americans. Yeah, yeah so it was pretty much about like that sprinter that okay. said that uh, if you win the NBA championship you're not a world champ so that uh-huh. was the clip Jimmy obviously took the position of if the Nuggets are the world champion because they are the best team in the world mm-hmm. what do you yeah. think about that just quick 
Uh, it's an interesting debate though, for yeah. real, because sometimes, uh, like, what happened? Wasn't it a couple years ago where you at Team USA got beat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You got beat this year in FIBA, but it's not every time it happens, it's a big deal. Uh huh. Right. So that's yeah. kind of a big deal because the NBA obviously gets looked at as like being on the biggest pedestal with like mm -hmm. the most talent. So that but, was pretty much. Oh my god. No, but it's like so they're like pulling players from outside the U.S. as well. Yeah. yeah. And are you seeing players like in the NBA who are dominating the NBA who aren't necessarily American? Exactly. That's so, like and that was the whole debate. It's like yeah. America has all the players. Uh -huh. But it's like, we can't say they have all the talent because the whole world is so big. Mm -hmm. And people kept on coming with Jimmy at like, what's the N in NBA stand for? What's the N word, Jimmy? Jimmy, what's the N word? <laughs> no, it was just a Facts. good moment. It was, I just wanted to share with the pod. If you guys didn't realize how big it was going, it was yeah. actually really, it was cool to see from behind the scenes for, for, for sure. Showing uh -huh. that our hard work is paying off. Yeah. So yeah, what happens on the phone when that's going on? Is it just constant notifications? Like just oh, flying? If you have it on, I don't have, I don't have my notifications on. Yeah, on. It's, yeah like, it's too much. Uh -huh. that, like even on a regular post, be too much but uh -huh. like yeah, yeah. no nah, every time you open <laughs> your instagram though it says like plus nine you go over it's like no matter okay. what time of the day at least 50 likes yeah. like and I, i've stuff. seen people who have their notifications on uh-huh yeah, yeah, yeah it's not doing the yeah, most yeah. especially the most. for likes that's ridiculous mm -hmm. so, yeah mm -hmm. i can't keep up with that no. all but, right so let's get into you michael sure what's up so you brought two little booklets no, yeah, they're not little, little booklets. Those are big old booklets. No, Come yeah, on yeah, now, yeah. dog. Don't downplay Bro, what you I, got going on like that. Buddy, I could read those. That means they're little booklets, right? No, uh, fair play. And yo, they're kind of like, they're not that big because I didn't have, you know, I'm not the greatest reader myself. So I wanted to make it like possible for people to actually enjoy yeah. and like read it and like get something out of it. So it's called the Better Days Blueprint. Mm -hmm. And this is just like a little, it's like a, it's a blueprint. And, uh, it's like what I followed for myself personally. Like when I was younger, I was a bit of a head case. I had a lot, you know, I got into a lot of trouble. A lot of problems for myself happened because of it. Like, you know what I'm saying? I was addicted to a lot of things uh, that were bad for my health. And uh, it showed like in the results I was getting in my life. So when I was younger, I just started by going to the gym. I started by eating healthy. I started by like working on like these small little things. Mm -hmm. And like 10 years later, so just I'm like 31 now. I started getting myself together around 21. I started realizing like, yo, I can't live like this no more. Like I started taking something seriously, like try to make something on myself. You know what I'm saying? I was just acting like a bum, getting into nonsense. Mm -hmm. So I found health and fitness mm -hmm. and I knew nothing about it at that time. Like I wasn't a fit guy. Like I played sports growing up, played basketball, played baseball, uh, but never- You weren't good at basketball though. No, I wasn't. He good. played, brother. <laughs> I actually think I played against you. Really? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, uh, I was on the Northern Bantam team, so grade nine. Yes, we did. One hundred percent. Yeah, played. yeah, yeah. I think I played against you one time. Because uh, I remember everyone was like, didn't want to go to your school. Everyone was like, not feeling going to, <laughs> to Eastern, Eastern Commerce. Yeah. yeah, they weren't trying to do it. Yeah. So we went, but yeah, I think we played against each other. So I played one year basketball, but no, I wasn't good. You're right. <laughs> it was like a charity. The coach liked me. <laughs> That's um, sick, though. That's sick. So. I, I played baseball that I was good at mm -hmm. and I had opportunities in baseball, but I actually wasn't able to capitalize on them because I didn't get out of high school. Yeah. So I couldn't go play in the States. I couldn't do any of that cool stuff that like my little brothers have done and like a lot of my close friends have done mm -hmm. because I was just acting out, like doing some of the most. So yeah. after a certain time, I was kind of fed up with this. Like I woke up one day and I was just like, I just had like a come to Jesus moment. If that, you know, if that makes any you know, sense. Do you remember like what was happening around that time that made you like snapped out of it type shit yeah bro i'll be i'll be i'll be honest with you like i was on a crazy bender i was on like maybe a week-long bender of just like partying like heavy in the toronto nightlife like just doing like you know what i'm saying you can imagine up all night hanging with maybe some unsavory characters uh and get myself into trouble like not sleeping not doing anything like not really doing anything for my health mm -hmm. not doing anything for my personal development not trying to get better not trying to make more money like not trying to do like the right things 
for the people around me. And so it was weighing heavily on my mental health. Like it was just like, I was depressed. I was anxious. Like I was just down bad. And so I like, remember this moment, like getting home one night, super late night, like five, 6 AM in the morning. And I'm just like sitting on the end of my bed and I'm just like, bro, you can't do this no more. Like this is getting like, this is getting super out of hand. Like you're being irresponsible. You still got a family that loves you. You got good friends, but like, you're just like, you're not doing it right now. Like something's got to change. Like something's really got to change. And you know, it was like, it got to the point I was like literally sitting at the end of my bed. I'm like, tears are dribbling down my eyes. Like, cause I'm just like, so like upset with myself and like the results that I put up and like where I was at in my life. Mm -hmm. And so there's a gym in my neighborhood. It was like a super cheap gym, kind of grungy boxing gym. You know what I'm saying? Smelt bad, mm -hmm. old weights, like old equipment. Yeah. That's how and, it should be. And yeah. And it was like $20 a month. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, I could, I could, I could front this like 20 bucks a month. Let's get this work. And so I just started going, like I was watching YouTube videos. I was going to the gym, uh, you know what I'm saying? And like uh, after like six months, like I noticed a change in myself, like mm -hmm. not just physically, like there was a little bit of a physical change, but like my mental clarity was different. Like I wasn't even thinking about partying like that anymore. Like I was just like actually focused and starting to obsess about like leveling up and like making something on my life and like yeah. trying to do something. Yeah. And not to cut you off, but I want to ask you that because, you know, it seems like you definitely had an addictive personality, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So would you say that now you kind of transformed your addiction into like more positive things? Yo, absolutely. And that's that's the thing about addicts is like they're so powerful. Yeah. They just don't know how to channel it into the right thing. A hundred percent. Like you ever seen a crackhead not have crack? <laughs> exactly. No, a hundred percent. And even, even, what, even what you said with like the week long bender, like brother, most people don't have have that in them to party that hard right that like yo like you are trying to do something like yeah. you're focused on it right yeah. like yeah you're, you're obsessed like, you're obsessed and it's like but if you can channel all that like into something positive it's crazy what can happen mm -hmm. it's crazy the effects that you could have and it's crazy like the impact that you could have on people around you as well yeah so i agree man i agree it's crazy because i've been on, on a lot of that too and especially with the the title the better days blueprint really stood out to me because i was just going through a place where i was just I've done the abuse thing more when I was younger, mm -hmm. but then kind of I retired from music and I just had nothing going on and I was just sitting around feeling very useless. And like you said, the depression starts to sit yeah. in, all this stuff starts to sit in. I just started to make better use of my time and get fit and all that type of yeah. stuff. Same thing you said, go to a, a, a dingy boxing gym, yeah, right? funny enough. And it changed my life and I feel so much better. I feel like on top of the world, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be honest, like the reason why I brought Mike on is because I remember hearing his story. I saw it on an Instagram post you had. Because at uh -huh. that time, we weren't obviously talking, me and you personally, but I'm always close to your bro. Mm -hmm. And I was talking to him about it. And that same time is when Jimmy started getting into boxing. And I'm like, you guys are mad. Like, you guys have the same path in a sense where it's like, it's not like you weren't like in the gutter, like the same way he was. But he, but like you guys both found something that just took your focus completely for the positive. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Boxing... For you, weightlifting for you, but it's like now you guys are both turning that into something. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? It's like mm -hmm. it's actually really cool to see. And it's like for a fat fuck like me, I kind of <laughs> need like I like motivational stories like that. That's the shit that gets you in the gym. But then it's like staying in the gym is the hard part. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Building up that discipline and and keeping that routine in place, yeah. right? Routine's the biggest part because like again, I've always had spurts where I had like really good routines. Like before COVID, for example, I was. I lost like 90 pounds in like six months, seven months. 
but that was from like a hard grind. Like yeah, I was, was hard. I chose my work schedule. Make, I made sure I worked at night. Uh-huh. Every day I'd wake up at like twelve o'clock, uh-huh. go straight to the gym for three hours. I'll do like an hour cardio, hour lifting, and then just like stretching and shit. Mm-hmm. Come home, eat, go to work, and that was yeah. my day every mm-hmm. single day, seven days a week, no days off. And mm-hmm. just to, just to speak to that, like, and I know Mike probably would, would be better at it, but I feel like that's what so many of us do because all the times in the past, bro, that's yeah. what I did too. You mm-hmm. burn yourself out. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was a matter of burning myself out because I only stopped because the lockdowns and shit. But how long? could you have kept that going up until today i think so i loved then it. you like, would have been a, a beast but i love this like top one percent of the population it was like it was like when i when i would go like go on the i would go do cardio for an hour it's like that was like re- like refreshing for me yeah it's yeah. like that's the first thing i did in the morning like within like waking up i was on the like on the bike in that, less than an hour like i would literally roll out of bed brush my teeth go to the gym yeah. mm-hmm. like nothing else i did nothing else when i woke up just go straight there because if i ever ended up doing something like if i go on my phone or go on play xbox or something I'm going to be like, oh, I don't want to go 100%. Today. I know the feeling. Mm-hmm. So it's literally roll out of bed, go straight to the gym. And it's mm-hmm. like, I wake up, I take like a, a caffeine pill and just go. Yeah. And it was like, it was actually really good. But like, again, it's... I know you miss it, bro. I, I, I know it, you do. But every time I go back into the gym, I compare myself to now then. to what it was then. And it's just like, it's the motivating as fuck. Okay. So let me give you an example. Um, Two weeks ago, I ran two 5Ks. And then in the two weeks since, I've been taking it easy on myself because I never ran two k, five k twice in one week before. Like you did it like back to back, like in the same span was, of seven days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like fine. I did it on like a Monday, then like a Thursday or something okay. like that, right? Okay. And then I'm still going to the track all the time, but I'm like, I'm not gonna keep going here and try to kill myself. Mm-hmm. So one day I did like sprints. Another day I did like one point five. Another day mm-hmm. I did two. Another day I did like one point five. You know. Today I go to the track this morning and I did 6K and that's mm-hmm. the most I ever ran at one time, you know? And it's like, bro, we have to take it easy on ourselves. I feel like sometimes we're too hard on ourselves. We always want to demand the greatness every day. Mm-hmm. And especially you see quotes about mob mentality and uh-huh. that type of stuff. It makes you <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, 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 I'm going to I'm gonna go until I can't, don't have no more. And when you do that, you don't have no more for the next day. Yeah. Make sure you have enough more for the next day so you could keep the grind going, you well, know? Mike, yeah. you're a coach. Give us your perspective on our, on our two different opinions. No, I mean, there's there's validity to both, right? Like, there's a time and a place where you got to be like, okay, we're locked in right now. We're going, right? Like, mm-hmm. we were trying to see rapid results. And that's like what you're at when you said you lost 90 pounds. Yeah, 90 pounds in about six months. That's crazy. Like, you're yeah. grinding. Like, you need to intentionally focus to get that done. Mm-hmm. But then to Jimmy's point as well, and it's so popular on social media, and it's like this toxic, like, self-development. Like, I'm a big fan of self-development. Like, you need to work on yourself. 100%. But, yo, there's other areas to life, right? Like, there's yeah. points where you got to enjoy who you are. And if you're just constantly focused on, like, uh, you know, what you're not, sorry, what you're not, that's going to, that, like, is going to bring negativity into you because you're going to start focusing on that stuff as opposed to who you actually are and what you can bring to the table. Of course. Mm. But, like, life is all about, like... Even if we do it subconsciously, it's all about comparison, right? So it's like no, I don't with, think so. I think comparison is actually the thief of all joy. But it really you, is. Even when you're comparing to yourself, though, like you always think that even if you're trying to avoid it, it's the first thing that comes to mind, right? I'll, yeah, so I do like see for, what you're saying. I so do. it's like for me, like at all aspects, like I used to be able to like I would squat four or five for reps. I can barely do two twenty five ten times. So I, I'll be benching like three fifteen at the top of my peak, and it's like. I can barely do like 185 for 10 now. It's like, think, bro, that think, shit, like, no, it's demoralizing to go yeah. onto the bar and be like, bro, this is lightweight. Why am I not moving it? Like, it is, TJ, but I think you give yourself two months, you'll be right back. Your yeah. muscle memory no, will kick in. Of course, yeah. but yeah. it's like, 100%. Yeah. Be back. He's going to give himself though. the chance. Yeah, you got to so be patient with yourself. Give yourself a little bit of grace, right? Like, yeah. if you've been out of it for a certain amount of time, like, you can't just expect to just do that same stuff again. That's like that's incredibly strong. Like yeah. that's like that's not yeah, easy those are at big all, numbers. bro. That's <laughs> yeah, huge. but it's like, that's but huge. that's what I'm like. It's like not just on that. So like even like 
for example, I would go on the like on the bike and I'll do an hour, no matter what I do an hour, but like I would average like 34, 35 kilometers in that hour. Now, if I do it, I'm only doing 25. It's like mm-hmm. every single thing is just significantly worse, significantly less. And when I leave the gym, I'm not feeling as accomplished. And the feeling of accomplishment is actually better than the feeling of working out, in my opinion. I'll say this too. My boy put it to, put it to me like this real good. We went running one time. This guy was fast as fuck. And I think he went for like 13 kilometers. Nah, he's in great shape. He went like 13 kilometer run and he did it fast, you know? But then when we got back to the gym, I did like a 5K. I got back. He was there before me and shit, bro. This is like when I first started my running journey type shit, you know? And um, he was like, bro, my heart right now is probably beating as fast as your heart is. If it takes you 5K to get your heart beating like this and it takes me 20K because I've been doing it for two years, what's the difference? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, it's little things yeah. like that. You put it into perspective for yourself. Any way you can put it into perspective, it's just like, and another thing is, too, is, bro, we get so caught up with, I don't want to do it today because I know how I felt, you know, back then I was on top of the world. But if you keep doing that a little more for two, three weeks, you'll be, I'm telling you, you'll be right back there it's and you'll get. It's hard to get in it. And it's like, once you get that one off day, that one off day. Me and him should serious. go running together, no? We uh, got to start run. going running. I can't run. Yeah. What do you want to do? Will dis- bike? We're going to bike? I have to do like low contact, just like Stairmaster, bike. That's all. Uh, I don't what's like. It's called rowing? No, I, I can do rowing sometimes. I do yeah. rowing with Evan. Like this guy makes us go hard for like 45 seconds quick. And then, bro, that shit gets mm-hmm. you tired. But uh, yeah, no, like I can't, bro. If I run, I'll destroy my knees. Fair enough. Fat. Fair enough. Fat boy lifestyle. Well, you are know? you big on cardio or what? Yeah. What do you mean he has a six pack, nigga? Yeah. Have a I'm not like no huge cardio. on cardio, but they're like, you got to do it. It's like one of those things you got to do, right? Because mm-hmm. it's like your heart and it's your lungs at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Like, it might not have the hugest impact on like your, like, uh, how your body looks. Like, it does for sure because you burn more calories. Yeah. So you got to do a little bit of cardio, but it's just good for your mindset. Like, there's nothing like getting out of like a hard cardio session and like how those endorphins are feeling. Like, no matter what, I can go for a crazy lift, I can go for like pushing mad weights. But if I'm like pushing myself on the treadmill or, or, or on the bike or even on the elliptical for like half an hour, 40 minutes, like the sweat that's dripping and the way I'm feeling after, I'm like, Pfft. I'm like literally feeling like I can like mm-hmm. tackle the day. And what I would say to you, though, is don't compare yourself to like who you were then. Focus on who you can be in like 12 months. Mm-hmm. You can make almost any physical transformation in a 12 month period of time if you give yourself that patience. You think I can go sub 200? Uh, well, like no, your head weighs fifty pounds, bro. <laughs> you would have said, to be your body would be. Anything I want, bro. Like, what do you nah, mean? Nah, nah, nah. Yo, you can make. Be realistic. You could, well, yo, if you lost ninety pounds I in promised, six months, yeah. that's huge. Like, what I even say to like my biggest clients, I'll say you can lose fifty pounds a year. Like, a pound a week is not unheard of. No. And if you do the math, it's actually kind of easy. You just yeah, got to yeah. be by the end of seven days under a thirty-five uh, hundred calorie deficit. And so you just got to take off a couple calories every day and make sure you're a little more active than you were the week before. And within a year, you can lose 50 pounds. It's not really a I did, I did a 60 problem. pounds last year. You Six, lost 60 pounds? 60, yeah. yeah I, was, I was a big guy. Like, not huge, but you know how it gets. Yeah, you, yeah, like, yeah. Once you start going over 200 and you're six foot, it's like, yeah. I'm wilding right now. Uh-huh. Bro, I, I was like 200 in like grade seven, fam. Haven't gone I back. know, but that's what I'm saying. Right now, bro, if you go under 200, you look crazy. Bro, just get to like something that you like I and then like lift weights. Kid in Africa, huh? Yeah, with a big old head, though. <laughs> with a big, I swear, you're no way your head's going back to normal size. It's done. It's done for you, brother. <laughs> uh, all right, so Mike, when you, when you're personal training for a people, like, are you like a full on, like, life coach in a sense? Like, you're watching, you're telling them like their day to day, like, yeah, come on, like, stay motivated, don't do this, don't be slacking, like, make sure you're eating, right? Yeah, like, to a certain extent, I like to incorporate all those things, right? Yeah. But, like, definitely the nutrition's a huge one. Uh, and definitely the fitness is a huge one. And then once you like really lock those things down, it's crazy how your like vibrations change. Like 
you can actually take that into your per personal life or your professional life and see other things start to flourish. Mm. Like when you get in the best shape you've ever been in, like your relationships will be better. Like mm -hmm. you'll be able to give more love to the people around you because you're actually showing that love to yourself. You'll be able to like a lot of times when I'm working with clients and we go hard, we see crazy results in like six months. They end up getting a promotion at work, making an extra 50K a year. Like things just get better. Like they're more locked in. They're more, more focused on their purpose. Whereas like you can get distracted by the day to day. Like, oh, I'm just going to go, you know, it's Friday. Like work was terrible this week. Like all these things, right, coming to play. My girlfriends bother me or my wife, like all kinds of things, right, can distract us. But when you stay like locked in on your purpose and like what you want to see for yourself, it bleeds into other areas of your life. And so it almost happens naturally without even like needing the push of coaching. Like if you can stay on a couple of things, like that's what I'm good at. I can help people eat really good. When you're with me, like I'm a very motivating person. Like it's how I walk around. Yeah. And it's like how I talk. And it's like you you can't really act like a bitch. Like you feel like a bitch when yeah. you start complaining and shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? And a lot of people know, like a lot of my clients know what I've gone through. And I've I told them like my story, like, and there's like they have a hard time trying to be like whining when they're in front of me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like mm, this guy might not be the guy to whine to. Like, yeah. No, let's I just get this work done. I can definitely attest to that. Cause I remember the my biggest thing that I always said. When uh when I was losing weight is the mental clarity you get right. So yeah. It's like especially because I was on a strict diet. It's like I was never hungry. So I, the think the amount of time you think about food in a day, I wasn't thinking about that. Mm -hmm. I was never tired. Mm -hmm. So it's like, guys, I, can we hold on a second? I agree with everything you say, everything you just said. Yeah. But last time I said that to you, you called me gay. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah. I said mental, you talk about like energies and like. He just like, said your whole vibration changes. No, he wasn't talking about like he was talking about like the phone when it rings, you know. Oh, exactly. yeah. he's like, he's like yo, more clients hit you up, you do better at work. That's exactly what he said. All right, all right, bro. All right. <laughs> no, it's like this guy uh, was getting at you for the frequencies. Yeah, he called me gay about it. <laughs> Are you into crystals and shit? I mean, I don't have no I don't crystals. Take it as far as the crystals, I don't have the right. crystals. You power your crystals in the ocean. You I don't have no crystals. This. I don't. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah. have no crystals and shit, but I for sure believe in frequencies and yeah. vibrations. Bro, you're 100%. talking about like Mercury is in retrograde and shit. Never. <laughs> <laughs> See what I'm saying? See what he does? This guy. Just keep that energy for Mike too. Yeah. <laughs> I have to respect the guest. Come retrograde. On, come on. Fair That's enough. Crazy. Fair enough. What were you saying though? No, no. I just like I can agree to that stuff. Like obviously, I know everybody knows that if you if you work out, if you if you're more the more disciplined you are, the more clear headed everything else becomes. Mm -hmm. And it's like. Jordan Peterson always talks about it. Like the most important thing to do is make your bed every morning because that's just a, a, the first level of discipline in your day. You know that tomorrow night you're going to make your bed dirty, but the fact that you took the time to make your bed today will set a discipline level for like everything else. You're just going to keep stacking, stacking mm -hmm. a little more discipline here, a little more discipline there. So the point where like, even if it's not the gym, but it's just life in general, mm -hmm. you're more structured, you're more like, you're more dedicated You'll be able to get more things done. Mm -hmm. I agree. Building you, up those small wins. Yeah. yeah. Do you have any cues? Like I know a lot of people like to do stuff off of cues. When I started my shit, it was like that too. Like if I'm gonna brush my teeth, I, I go do 50 push-ups. Mm -hmm. Like like you said, you wake up, make the bed. Little mm -hmm. shit like that. Little cues. Like you have any of those? Yeah. I mean, a couple like little ones. Like I like to wake up, just make sure I drink like a a couple big glasses of water before I'm like getting into the coffees and I'm getting into work. I like to take a couple minutes for myself. And just try to evaluate what I'm going to try to get done in that day before I like dive into the emails and the Instagram and like the text messages. Uh, working out's a staple for me. You know, a lot of people tell you like not to work out seven days a week because it's probably too much. But I do it anyways. Mm -hmm. Like I'm in the gym seven days a week. Even if I'm not killing myself on Saturday or Sunday, I need to just go through those motions. Yeah, like I need to get body. that flow going. Yeah, for your routine and For my too. routine. Yeah, yeah like yeah, I can't yeah. get I can't get pulled out of that because then I'm like, I look at this, I look at it almost like as a void. 
Now that's just a tool that I use to help me um, keep going and like stay on track. So those are like the big things for me. Uh, and and like I try to listen to some motivational things every day to keep my mind clear. Maybe stay away from like the aggressive music first thing in the morning. But that's like pretty much it. Like I don't have like I'm not one of those huge like morning routine persons. I just like to take a couple minutes for myself, get a little clarity, mm-hmm. and then I try to get to work. Try to get you know get accomplished what we got. But do see, for even the day. with that, you say like I'm not one of those huge morning routine things. But bro, like what you just broke down to us, if everybody were to take a little bit um time every morning to start their day with like that, I think so many of our uh, societal issues like anxiety mm. and depression and stuff like that will go down because mm. just that little bit of time to reset mm-hmm. and focus on yourself. We're so bombarded with everyone else's thoughts and opinions. Absolutely. People kind of lose themselves. And 100%. it makes it makes me get so frustrated. I'll see someone say something like they'll post a meme. And then I'll say like, oh, I don't agree with this part of it. Mm-hmm. And they'll get defensive. Mm-hmm. And they'll start to d- defending it as if it was their own words. It's like, 100%. this is just a random meme you saw. It has nothing to do with you. And you're living your life by that and going the rest of your day by that mantra. Like, come on now, you know? Yeah. So like, it's, it actually goes perfectly into the question I want to ask you. I want to ask if, do you think mental illness in the sense of like anxiety and depression, not like schizo and all that stuff, uh-huh. do you think that's more of a mindset or more of an actual illness? Listen, I think that it, I got them speechless on the pot fam. No, nah, he's taking his time to answer <laughs> properly. Because when you're in it, like you can't discredit what you're going through when you're in it, like when you're stuck at the bottom. You're like, because mm-hmm. you, you, you'll tell yourself like, oh, I'm bad right now. Like this is taking over everything. But if you take a step outside of that and like look at yourself and you see what you're doing to like either get yourself out of it or keep yourself in it, you might be able to isolate what the actual problem is. Mm-hmm. So I was when I was in that down period. I was like, yeah, I got I got mental disabilities. Like I got mental issues. Like I, you know, I was telling myself all these things, right? Trying to like reaffirm like that I'm stuck, right? Yeah. But what I learned and like in the process that I use for myself to get out of it is like you just gotta take a like take yourself out of your body almost and look at what you're doing in your day to day. Like look at how you're acting, and a lot of time your actions are just reinforcing that. So it's like if you think you're down bad and you tell yourself you're down bad. And you do things to be down bad, like you're sleeping all the time, you're watching like, uh, you know, content that's making you feel negative about yourself, you're hanging out with negative people, that's just going to reinforce it. And then you're not going to be able to argue for the opposite. Yeah. Whereas if you are in a bad spot and you start building small habits, you start building small routines to get out of that, you can actually notice like you can correct some of these things like and not feel the same way. Like, because right now I could sit here and be like, no, like I don't have any like. Sure, I go through ups and downs in life, mm-hmm. but I would never consider that like a like a permanent state. No, I illness. would never consider that a permanent state. I would actually just consider that like life Mindset. on the come up. Yeah, like there's going to be ups and downs. There's going to be peaks and valleys. You're trying to do something for yourself. You're trying to do something in your life. Like nothing of any value has ever just fallen into my lap. And getting to this point in my life, I don't really expect it to. I know that it's going to take work uh, and it's going to take effort. It's going to make me upset at times. I might get sad at times. I might get down. I might feel depression for a second, but it's like, there's still work that's got to get done. And on the other side of getting done, like on the other side of the plan that you make for yourself is usually the person that you want to be. And that's like what makes like reinforces our depression or anxiety is that you're either not where you're at, or you don't see yourself getting to where you want to be. Yeah. Mm, I heard a thing where it was like, Depression is fear of the past, yeah, or regret of the past, and anxiety is fear of the future. Absolutely, mm-hmm. and I think and that's like, so I feel spot like that on. is like that's what so much of like our today is, and so, like especially emphasized by social media and all For that sure. stuff, right? And so For let sure. me ask you a question. I could tell that 
you've you've been through a little bit of depression anxiety especially yeah. by your answer you were very yeah. careful with it right yeah do you feel like because you say you like to go seven days a week right let's say something throws you off your routine and you're not able to get into the gym two three days do you start to feel that depression anxiety sink back in like you feel like i know I, I gotta go run to yeah, get i wouldn't call it up. like anxiety or depression but it would be like i'm like okay i'm like something's got to change like yeah. you know we got to get the blood flowing like it's just like a, it's like a super like comfortable space for me. Like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a copy of this for sure. Yeah, I brought one for each you. I brought one for each you for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so like I didn't even know like what I was doing for myself then, but there was like a couple of things like that I that I started to go through to help build, bring myself to like a more peaceful center and be like more prepared for like what's around me. And the first one was like simple, like just start eating right, drinking enough water, like focus on that. And then I got into fitness, and I started getting into like meditation, like learning how to just like. You know, I'm not like a sophisticated meditator, but being able to like literally just sit with yourself and not need any uh, like external like stimulation. You know what I'm saying? 100%. Like yeah, be okay with your thoughts. But whenever I say this to him. No, no. I, I, I still think it's a little gay. But, <laughs> but yeah, have you seen that new trend on TikTok that's happening that these people are doing? It's like all these like Gen Z people. It's called like silent walks. It's like you go for 30 minute walks without your the phone. The fact that you got it off of TikTok, Bro, I don't know, man. It's the funniest. No, like they'd be explaining it. And like essentially what they're explaining is a walk. Uh-huh. And it's yeah. like they say, like, make sure you disconnect. Leave your phone, no no music, no no podcast, no nothing, and just keep stay with your, I'll I'll say your this. thoughts. Sometimes, I'm like, bro, how are you guys gonna try to reinvent walking? Yeah, yeah. Like, Sometimes that <laughs> stuff seems a little absurd, yeah. but I will say that they're aiming their content at people who are mindlessly scrolling through TikTok yeah. and are addicted to it. Yeah. So there is gonna there are gonna help some people who are slipping through that TikTok crack, right? For sure. I I guess, but it's like, <laughs> are you gonna put a name to something that literally people have done? For the history of humanity. No, yeah. That's it, Gen it Z for you. Yeah. They're trying to reinvent the wheel on everything. No, yeah. like, I, like when you say meditation, because this is the thing I always get at Jimmy at, because it's like okay. meditating, energies, all that like whoopy doopy shit. He doesn't let me explain. I'll <laughs> uh-huh. just say that to I you. want you to explain what do you mean by meditating? Does that mean just like staying with your thoughts or are you like doing like a mantra? Like what is it? No, it's not a mantra thing, but it is essentially like staying with your thoughts. And for me, it'll be like trying to like control the thoughts. So I'll be sitting down. You know, whatever I'm at. And it's not about like crossing your legs and having some like hand signals going on. Even if you're just like sitting down, you close your eyes, you can put like a little bit of like soft, you know, beats on in the background. But like focus on, just focus on your breathing. Mm-hmm. Maybe just focus on your breathing. And then like, this is how it was taught to me is you want to focus on your breathing and focus on the thoughts in between the breaths. Like see, what, like try to acknowledge what's coming into your mind. Like what's disrupting your peace and see if you can get through five minutes without that. If you could do that, see if you can get through 10 minutes without that. If you can do that, see if you can get through 15 minutes without that. And then like, it's going to prevent you from feeling anxious about your problems. Like it's going to help you come to a center where you're like, okay, this is not the end of the world. Like I can deal with this. And like, I also have the capacity to like be alone with myself. Like Mm -hmm. in today's day and age, like you just said it perfectly. And the reason why these guys need these 30 minute walks without their phone is because that's like the new drug. Like social media is crazy. Like the, uh, the attention span on people now, and I see it when I'm working with people, is insane. Like, they can't go without their phone. Like, they can't go without checking a notification. Uh, and it's like, it's rarely like important stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it's rarely like it's a money coming in through the mm-hmm. wire transfer. It's literally just, oh, someone sent me a message on Instagram. And it's like, that could wait. Like, yeah, you know what 100%. I'm saying? And if you're just scrolling aimlessly before you go to bed, yo, you're being bombarded with so many things that like, you're running comparison. Like, oh, I don't have the Bugatti. I don't have a Rolex. Like, 
I don't live in the house I want to live in. I don't have a I don't have a beautiful girlfriend. Like I don't have a, I don't I don't have a podcast. I don't have a podcast. Yeah, I don't have this. I and don't it's have just that. like it's hitting you with like a lot of things that like are just overwhelming your brain and just over and over again. And it's just like making you scattered. Mm-hmm. So what I found, and I I've been there, like, and that's why I, I needed to work on that because I wasn't having like peace of mind. Like I wasn't having clarity of thoughts. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't able to like articulate a thought. It was just like too much chaos going on. Yeah. And so if I can take five minutes, take ten minutes take 15 minutes to just sit down and just like breathe it's like it's kind of like clarifying what you got going on on the inside like i get all that like i i see this the how, value in it for but sure see, he's gonna do that no, no matter no. what because i had a completely different way of meditating i'm gonna try that out but he shoots it down no matter no, what i'm not uh-huh. shooting it down i'm not shooting it down but i'm just saying like i get the aspect of getting in your thoughts and thinking but it's like i don't necessarily understand why you have to like dedicate time to that i guess like if you are too distracted maybe it's hard maybe like maybe i have a problem with all this meditation and stuff because it seems like a regular thing to me like i can sit with my thoughts and literally have full conversations with myself about like an issue for example like but usually you get the issue off your phone no no, no. like i'll like for example like uh, this is just the most recent one if i'll be talking about like um israel and palestine i will sit in my thoughts for like an hour just going back and forth on like what do i actually think or then if i ever get stuck to a point that's when I would call a friend. I wouldn't go on inst- online. I'll literally call a friend. Like you've been on the other end of the phone sometimes. Hundred yeah, percent. Like 100%. I just have a random question. I'll call a friend. Mm-hmm. Sit there for two hours and just talk about it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's like, yeah, that's not my thoughts, but it's my thoughts getting challenged. And it's like, it's not a matter of who's going to be right or wrong. I just want to bounce the idea around. And I feel like that's the same concept of how you guys explain meditation. Mm-hmm. But I also see that. I'll say, okay, I'll say, I'll say this. And I don't want to overstep, Mike. You know, because I know you might have a different interpretation of it. Sure. I feel like. The meditation part of things is more going into your own thoughts. Yeah. So like, see like Israel and Palestine, that's one of those things that's completely out of our jurisdiction, mm-hmm. out of our control. So you're putting a lot of effort and time and thought into something that's only going to bring you stress mm-hmm. and pain and anxiety mm-hmm. as opposed to where if you take the time, because the way I meditate, what I told them was like, bro, I just sit there. I envision myself how I want to be. Mm-hmm. I imagine what that guy is doing. And mm-hmm. I live my life that way. Mm-hmm. And it helps me become that person that I want to be. Mm-hmm. You know, and I feel like that's another way that you could do it, right? Absolutely. So for me, visualization. It's, exactly. It's just yeah. visualization. And I don't take too much time doing it. Sometimes it's just when I feel myself losing sight of it, I'll mm-hmm. take 10 minutes and just sit there and, and sure. get, get back on my goal, right? Sure. And it's just like, bro, these are things more so for yourself. Like a lot of the stuff that you're talking about, like I could take time and think about these things is you're, you're taking time to think about things outside of yourself. Exterior. Yeah. You got to think yeah. about yourself sometimes. But I... I I, I 100% understand what you guys are saying. But again, I think a lot of the problems of today's society, yeah, with all this new stuff being distractions, like I'm not ever too, like I, it never affects my actual like like well-being or feelings when it's talking about things that, again, like you said, are out of your control. But I think a huge problem with people that affects their day-to-day is thinking about their emotions and their feelings and I feel like this and I've, I want to be justified like this. And it's like that's how we have like the whole like Obviously, this is a huge jump, but like you have like the whole like gender thing is because people feel a type of way, and then now the way you feel internally, you want to it's be expressed externally, and it's kind of from the same yeah. type of mentality. And it's like I feel like people are too emphasized on how I'm feeling in this moment, how I'm feeling. I'm, today I'm happy, tomorrow I'm sad. Like I never once in my life thought like that. Yeah, like, yeah. I think you're not. You're. Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying, but I feel like you're kind of misinterpreting what I'm, I'm misinterpreting saying. Misinterpreting it. Yeah, because it has nothing to do with any sort of feelings. Mm-hmm. It's about a vision of your future, taking the time to see it, mm-hmm. and then, and then now you could go and there? manifest it into real life. Just like, yeah. hey, let's say if I take the time right now, and when I, what do I want to eat? 
okay, I want to eat a ham sandwich and I'm going to put da 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 on it. Now when I get up, I don't have to go and search around the fridge. I don't have to go and go online to look for a recipe. I already know what I'm going to do and I'm going to go manifest it in two seconds. It's so much easier. I'm not going to get distracted along the way because I have the vision for myself. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, like for like, so Mishu just asked if he thinks that I'm personally mentally strong, and I would say yes, like to an extent. Obviously, I'm not perfect. I know, like the the number one example of the fact that like I'm not as mentally strong as I should be is the fact that I can't stay in a, a regular gym session, right? Like a regular gym schedule. But it's like if you want to ask me, like, do I ever like have like a week span of being sad? It's like no. It's yeah, like if yeah, I catch yeah. myself being sad, I'd be like, "Why are you?" No, sad? I know you. And mentally... I do address it, and then I like I just move on. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. none of like nothing can really hold me mentally down. Yeah, your sense. mental health is very healthy. Yeah, You're very it's healthy like again, mentally. I'm not perfect. Like, I obviously can do better. I understand mm-hmm. that. I don't think like crystals and fucking energy. <laughs> no one said this Microwaves are gonna brought it back to crystals. This guy brought it back to crystals. Bro, vision boards and fucking manifestos. I'll say it's like this too, bro. Sometimes when people preach healthy food to you, you're like, but I like burgers and shit like that. It's literally just like the fat (laughs) in your body craving fat, trans fat and stuff like that. It's like sometimes, let me finish, let me land. It's just like, bro, some of these things that are good for us, they might seem gay in the moment, but like, bro, when you go and work out, right? If you go home and eat McDonald's, good luck working out the next day. No, no. Because your body's just going to say, nah, let's just chill. No, trust me. But if you go home and eat salmon and salad, your body's going to be like, yeah, we're on the right page now. Bro, trust me, I fully understand. Like, I understand all that. And it's like, even when I was, like, what we were talking about before, when I lost all that weight, Mm-hmm. I was on a strict carnivore diet where it's like all I ate was six eggs, one steak every day. No one meal, nothing else. That's so all you like, ate? Yeah. So I come to back from the he's gym. A crazy like, person. He could be the, the sickest one. Yeah. So he's it's got, like, he, no, no, he's got the savage mindset. Yeah, it's like, I, like, when I flip the switch, so it's like I would eat at like, like I said, I'll go to the gym when I wake up, I'll come home and I'll eat probably like three, four o'clock. And I work like at that time I would work till like three in the morning. Mm-hmm. So it's like I don't do I don't drink juice, don't drink pop, just only water for the rest of the day, mm-hmm. nothing else. Mm-hmm. And it's like that's how I lost my weight so fast. I just literally had one steak, six eggs every single day, yeah. like clockwork. Never got hungry. I think just exercise your mental. So it's like I know like I, I I know all those all the things that needs to go into it. Obviously, if you want to talk about like my like my mental stability or strength, I should say not stability. My mental strength is like I, yes, I should be able to get back into that if it's. "Quote unquote," that easy for me, or what you want to do? No, it is. It obviously is what I want to do, but it's just like it isn't as easy as it is to me. But then again, like I'm not arguing that. But when you guys are talking about manifesting, I don't think you manifest that shit. Yes, you can manifest what? Manifest? Oh, I'm gonna be dedicated this week. No, it's like that's like that's (laughs) have you tried? Hold on, have you tried? (laughs) Have I tried to sit down with my my vision board and like your vision board? (laughs) Have you tried to imagine whatever it is that you want to be? Right. Have you sat there and imagined what you want to be? And imagine feel at that point. Yeah. Right. I wish I was like, yo, you are strong. Like you are mentally strong. I can attest to that (laughs) for sure. I've had conversations with you where I'm like, yo, this guy won't budge. Yeah. But how would you feel if you actually got to the point where you saw it all the way through to the end and you're like, I literally look at myself and I'm like. You, like, you don't think that no, would make any difference? No, no, 100%. Like, that's obviously, like, what I, I think. Like, I think his ego might get out of hand. I don't even know. I don't want to see TJ at that point. I have point. no ego, bro. Your ego is crazy. <laughs> crazy <laughs> ego. <laughs> I just love life. I just like to enjoy the moment. I just let, like me ask you, let me ask you a question off of that, Mike. Mm-hmm. When you were, um, see, when you're saying 21, party scene, mm-hmm. crazy guy like mm-hmm. that, and then now you're, are you 31? 31. 31, a decade later, mm-hmm. and you're focused. You're, yeah. as he would call it, you know, <laughs> gay with the crystals and all that type of shit. But what would you say you were more, uh, when was your ego bigger, back then or now? 
Uh, back then. That's cap, bro. Look at your Instagram. I believe him. I believe huh? him. <laughs> Look at your Instagram, bro. That's confidence. Well, that's yo, confidence. What's the difference between confidence and ego? If you're well, both? yo, read my captions. Uh, Don't just look at the pictures. Nah, just look at the pictures. Bro. <laughs> read the captions. <laughs> I, just, I, just, I just be scrolling through read the, the pictures, captions. Bro. Read the captions, bro. Read the captions. Because <laughs> the pictures get you in, but then you read it and you're like, yo, this guy's deep, bro. This guy's <laughs> humble. Like, this guy's... You know, he's thinking about his thoughts. He's articulating what he's saying. Mm-hmm. And I get you. Like, yo, you're 100% the right. The, the photos... Just press stop. The photos are super, uh, you know, super thirst trappy. I yeah. get that for sure. But it's the kind of the world we live in. No, for sure. It's kind I'm of just fucking with you. I'm not actually being serious. I'm no, I know. But back then, if you were to catch me, like, I'd be like, yo, I'm big dog. You're not fucking with me. No, like, you, you can't step yeah. to me. Yeah, like, you were on that shit like, for sure. And I was confrontational. I was willing, like, I was ready to go. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, and so I was in that space. I was like, every Saturday night, we were prone to getting a big fight on King Street. And it's like, that happened many times. Like, so that was like way more like egotistical way more toxic. I was like, you can't step to me. Like, all this kind of stuff, right? And it's like, yo, I'm a 21-year-old little kid. Like, someone steps me, I can, I can get my ass beat. Right yeah, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? I got a big dog, so I can lose. I can lose this. But I would go into everything like I was a little pit bull. It's funny. I, I, this reminded me of a story, bro. One time, uh, I was going to go check my girl. She's like, uh, like my homegirl. She's mm-hmm. like, you know, let's head back to uh, Micah's place, a friend of ours. And I'm like, all right, let's go. And then um, the bouncer at the spot was like, Yo, da da da. He said something to me. This dude was big. He was mm-hmm. like six two, like mm-hmm. two forty. You know. Mm-hmm. And I was oh, like, and I looked at him. I was, I was, I was like one forty, mm-hmm. like you know. <laughs> I was like one forty at the time, you know. And I was on the Molly crazy. I was uh-huh. tweaking. And I looked at him like, yo. Where the fuck you from, nigga? <laughs> and, and he was like, he's like, I'm from Detroit. I was like, that's what the fuck I thought. So shut the fuck up because you don't know who the fuck I am or where the fuck you are. And uh-huh. then he and then he piped down. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, oh, right. I swear <laughs> on my life. I swear <laughs> on my life. I swear on my life. On my on my daughter's grave. He piped down. He piped down. He's like, all right, all right. And, I, and it's funny looking back, I'm like, yo, if this nigga didn't pipe down, <laughs> I was in trouble. Yeah, I was in real trouble. I was in trouble. trouble. This guy, Jimmy definitely just remembered it differently. The guy probably never piped down. He's probably like, this guy's a fucking idiot just turned around maybe that was one, one or the other yeah shit sometimes bro when you're a young wild kid sometimes you think you got one up on someone uh-huh. but really they just let you live yeah. there's another story like yeah. that with Nas and Tupac where um yeah, yeah yeah Tupac was by himself but you know how Tupac used to act and then Nas is a real gangster he's rolling around with 50 goons like yeah. they're all ready you know but Nas was trying to like on some let's squash the beef east coast west coast shit with Tupac yeah. too I was like nah you're a bitch da 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 mm-hmm. made a big scene <laughs> And then um, Snoop Dogg was like, it's all right, it's all right, cool. And then they walked off. And then um, Snoop Dogg was there. And Tupac was like, yeah, I told that bitch nigga about himself. And Snoop's like, <laughs> peeped the whole play. He's like, all right. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you think you're cool. Yeah, you think. But mm-hmm. our egos really, man, they don't really serve us much good. Like, uh-huh. they do more damage than good. It could be your worst enemy sure. when you're at your lowest. And it'll be your worst enemy when you're at your highest. It For really sure. serves you no purpose. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yo, I was hanging out with like a like some older people. Like, Wait, let me ask you actually a question because Mishu it doesn't pick up on the mic. So Mishu asked like, what got you to the lowest point, a point where you were? Like, was it the people you're hanging out with or who you meet? Like, and yeah, continue. Yeah, I mean, like, so I was like nineteen, twenty, and I was like, I got caught up with some older people. Like, don't say the gang name. No, nah, never, <laughs> never, never, never. Uh, and they were doing their thing. Like, you know, what I'm saying, like I said at the beginning of the podcast, they were doing their thing. They're pretty heavy into the party life, you know, maybe not living the most savory of lifestyles. And I was like being exposed to things that I had never seen, like coming from where I'm coming from. Like, you know what I'm saying? Nice cars, like 
nice condos, like beautiful women everywhere. Like I was being exposed to things that like a young boy kind of dreams about. Mm -hmm. And like, I kind of grew into those things like really fast. Like I was, it, it was like, whoa, this is like crazy. Like I've never had, had pretty girls want me like this. Like I've never like been to go, to, been able to go to the club and like have it shut down like this. Like this is kind of cool. You know what I'm saying? You kind of buy into that. Yeah. And then it feeds the ego. Yeah. A hundred percent. And it's like, I wasn't doing anything crazy to be honest. Like I really wasn't on that shit. I was just around. Um, and it just kept snowballing though. Like I couldn't get out of it. Like I was too addicted to that. Mm -hmm. To the lifestyle? To the lifestyle. And then, like, a couple of these guys got in trouble, moved away out of the city. One of them, like, disappeared forever because it was like, that's what they were on. It was just like, this. I'm just here for now, but I could be gone at any second. Yeah. And then I was kind of stuck. Like, I got robbed a couple times, and I was, like, in a dirty place. I was just like, yo, is this, like, how you want to live? I was there, like, a year and a half later. I'm stuck by myself, and I'm, like, trying to emulate the same thing in my own life, like, by myself. And I'm just like, yo, like, this is just so toxic. Like, it... it I was having like these crazy withdrawals. Like I was having like, bro, I need to go be destructive. And after like, hold on, wait, withdrawals from destruction? Nah, from like the use, bro. Oh, I was okay, okay. I was on some shit. Like I was using like Molly. I was on some other stuff. Like it was wild. And so it was like that's the point where I'd be like every day. I'm like turning up. Like I'm like turning up every single day. I'm like going out every night, like Mondays, Tuesdays. <laughs> Who's going out on a Tuesday, bro? What do you mean? Maybe I Tuesday, but the, the Monday was a little wild. Monday was wild. <laughs> when you were like 24, Tuesdays were probably like the night. Because you got the Yeah, Tuesdays. They got the cheap drinks on Tuesdays. No, but I feel what you're saying. Like, yeah, just wilding. You're just doing the most. Yeah, yeah, doing way too much. And I wasn't in a position to be able to do that. Like, And so it just like, it brought me down real bad. I had some like, I had some health implications because of it. And uh, I just got to a point where I realized, like, bro, you can't, you're too young to do this. Like, you, this doesn't end good for you. Mm -hmm. Like, it was one of those things where it's like, bro, am I going to, you know, I could die or I can get caught up and I can go to jail. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you, sometimes you have those realizations because you see people around you that that happens to. Like, somebody died, somebody went to jail, and I'm just like, I'm looking up to these people. Like, they're my role models. Like, this is who I'm trying to become. And I was like, bro, this ain't going to end well for me. Like. I'm not, I'm not built like that. You know what I'm saying? I kind of had that realization. Mm -hmm. uh, and so that is what brought me to the point where I'm like, you know, this gym's $20. Like, I can afford $20 a month at this point. Like, let's, let's see what's good. And I was like watching YouTube videos, trying to be like, you know, these YouTube bodybuilders. So at rock bottom, in your opinion, who was around the, at that time for you? Like family, friends? That's great. I want to ask the same thing. Was there anyone that's been here the whole time? Yeah, like, I had some homies. Like, the thing is, like, I always had, like, a couple good homies. But in this period of time, like, they were good homies that were able to actually go to university. Mm -hmm. And they went to schools outside of the Toronto. So it was, like, one of those things where I was, like, trying to, like, substitute my close, close friends with, like, anything that, that I could, like, get a hold of. Yeah, like, it was fun tonight. Type yeah, thing. like, one of my top homies went to school in Montreal. Yeah. The other one went to school in Vancouver. Uh, one of them on a baseball scholarship, one of them on like a, just some genius tips, like graduated yeah. top of his class in McGill. And they've been my homie since I was like 12 years old. We'd always been close. And then they left and I'm just like twiddling my thumbs like a high school dropout. Like, what am I going to do with myself? See everybody being successful. Yeah. Moving their life on. You're yeah, not, exactly. Right? I'm just like stuck right here. I'm like, what am I doing with myself? Everything's just like, you know, like not passing. moving. Yeah. yeah passing you by. Uh -huh, exactly. And I was in that state and then I, I'm able to come across these people who are older than me who like seemingly on the surface look like they got a lot going on like they're they living really good out. yeah exactly yeah. and then you're like oh they're they're rocking with me 
mm-hmm. I'm down. I got nothing else to do. Like, and so that's kind of how it, that's kind of how that started. So your friends, the ones that left, when you were down bad, were you ever? Did you ever feel like you were able to just reach out to them and just like you know, like yeah. talk about it? Yeah, yeah, and I did. But like the addict's mind is like is toxic because you can talk and you can lie a lot. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like you can make like. Like you can make fabrications and it's like you can have a conversation about one thing, like, yo, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, knowing that homeboy's like on the other side of the country and he's like, he doesn't really know. Like he's just yeah. believing you on your word. And then I can turn around once that phone call is done and we can go to the strip club. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So what about um your family? Like, were the, was there anyone around you saying like, oh, you got to fix up or was it just all just like self-improvement? Like, you know, like. You know, not to get too personal, but no, like, you no, know, no, for the sure. home life type stuff, you know? Like, the home life, it's like, uh, I have, like, this type of personality that makes people, like, not really want to tell me anything. You know what I mean? <laughs> Does that make any sense? Yeah. He's yeah. like that. Where it's yeah. like, bro, whoa, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. My fam- as fuck, right? My family but was no always... tell you nothing. Uh-huh. Like, my family was always supportive, but they were, like, they wouldn't want to, like, try to step on my toes because, like, I'd be prone to snap. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, you don't know what the fuck is going on with me. Like, what the fuck? Who are you to tell me shit? Like, yeah, I'll be going off. Yeah. And so, like, my little brothers, I love them. We're all real close now. And they've always been supportive uh, through everything. Same thing with my mom. Same thing with my pops. Like, I can't say anything bad, but it's not like they weren't like, they were like, you're not the one to talk to, bro. Like, you're going to do what you're going to do. And that's kind of how it was through that. Through do that you whole appreciate process. them for that though? Do you feel like if they would have been different and would have been on your case, that it would have been so much tension between you that you would have grown so far apart? Or do you feel like that would have been helped you fix up sooner? It's hard to comment on which way it would have gone. But what I will say is when you're in that place, you are looking for something. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like someone to, to take you and yeah, say, yeah, yeah, fix up. Fix up. You can make it all right. Like you can, like this doesn't also, need to be it. It's also hard for you because you're the oldest brother, right? Yeah. So it's like that's a brother's role to do some or a dad, but it's like at that <laughs> point your brothers are all like. I remember your pops shit. coming around telling us to clean the fuck up. Saying, it smells <laughs> like ball juice in here. It smells like <laughs> ball juice. <Yeah. laughs> no, but like I, I, I get it. But I, I guess I want to ask you this then. Uh-huh. Uh today, like in like now that you're doing better and everything, how many friends would you say you have? Close homies. Whatever you whatever you consider friends, that's gonna be my second question. After. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I got my three little bros. Yeah. I consider like their family, friends. We talk about almost everything. I don't really have much to hide from them. Yeah. And I probably got like four close homies. Okay, Jimmy. What about you? Let me ask you too. How many friends do you think you have right now? Well, I I don't like to be the type of person if I haven't seen someone in a while that oh all of a sudden we're not friends. Uh, I would say like. Under 10, like 10 or under. Yeah. Yeah, close right. friends. I got a bunch of acquaintances. Like, I'm cool with a bunch of people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know a lot of people, but like people who I would like tell like details on my life that I would trust with certain things, like four or five. Yeah. So, I guess that was my second question. I was going to follow up with like, what do you consider, like, what are the re- requirements to you of a friend? Like, what do you expect from a friend and what do you give to a friend? <sighs> Loyalty and honesty. That's all you expect? Those are the two biggest things yeah. for me. I don't really like, like there's peaks and there's peaks and valleys in life, right? Mm-hmm. You can't judge somebody off necessarily where they're at right now. You don't know if you don't know what their situation is. Like, I don't need everybody around me to be balling out, have tons of money. If you're like, if you're going through a stage and we're loyal to each other, you've been loyal to me. We could trust each other. We could be honest with each other. I can still rock with you. Mm-hmm. If you have been disloyal to me, if you like, if I don't feel safe in your company, like if I'm having a night out, we drinking, we having a good time, we're partying, whatever, 
and like I don't trust I can be myself with you, then we're probably not cool. You know no, what I'm I saying? I feel that. I feel that. What about you, Jimmy? You seem, I know you're big on loyalty. That's always been your strongest. Yeah, of course. And, and trying to be as loyal as you can. But like you said, none of us is perfect, right? There's going to mm-hmm. be times you fall out. But even with that, like, you know, confront your homie or he confronts you and then you, you work it out. I feel like mm-hmm. that's a big thing, too, especially having siblings. Mm-hmm. I've seen like, man, me and my siblings have been through crazy things. It's about how you get through those crazy things, right? So when you have close friends, it's a lot of like, too. Sometimes me and TJ get into crazy arguments. Mm-hmm. That's my brother. If anyone tries to touch him, I'm going to kill them. Like, uh-huh. you know? So it's just like, I, I would say I, I try to be balanced. I try not to cut people off too much. It's very hard for me to cut people off. People have done me wrong before and I can't really cut them off. Mm-hmm. I just give them their time and their space. Because like you said, you don't know what season someone's going through mm-hmm. and why they're doing what they're doing, you know? But for me, if it's someone who I know I have love for, I bring them around my family. My family sees this is a genuine person because yeah. my mom always tell me quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like this person. For sure. Like, you know, or I like that person. Like, yeah. you know, so it's the family vibe. And then I go around their family. I feel like if we've been around each other's families, like, yeah, that's a lifelong friend, yeah, you know? Good. So do you guys feel like, I guess for both of you guys, do you feel like if you have a friend that you thought was like you guys were mad close, like let's say two years ago, but then like, I guess he has shit going on in his life. You have shit going on in your life. You don't talk. Mm-hmm. Are you guys no longer friends at that point? Or is it like mm-hmm. the love will always be there for the niggas that you're always loyal to type shit? Yeah, I think that I think that's probably more the case. Like as you get older, like you get busier, it's sometimes it's harder to stay connected with people. Mm-hmm. And as Jimmy just said, like everybody's got a different season, right? Like you actually never know what someone else is going through. Like yeah. everybody's got stresses, everybody's got problems. And sometimes like, yo, I'm a big fan of isolation sometimes. Like, yo, if you're in a spot in your life where it's like, I need to buckle up, I gotta deal with some stuff. Like you might not be in a position to be social every week, like be chatty Kathy on the on the group mm-hmm. chats and like yeah. participating in all this stuff. You might actually just need to go isolate yourself and get done what you gotta get done. Mm-hmm. And it's like, who am I to judge somebody that's doing something that's in their best interest? Mm-hmm. No, I feel that. Yeah, you gotta give your friends space sometimes. You see them yeah. going through that type of stuff. It's like, yeah. all right, I know, I know that when we come back around, it's gonna be the same way. It's so I'm not exactly. tripping. Like, you know, exactly. I don't, I'm not a girl. I don't need that everyday reassurance. Like, <laughs> yeah. you see what I'm saying? Like a girl will hit you up like why aren't you talking to me? No, but there are, no, no, but you still also have friends that are like, once you stop talking to them, it's like, yo, why is this guy hitting me up now kind of thing? It's like, does he need, does he want something from me? Does he need something? Like, even if it was a close friend, that, that's always in the back of your mind. It's like, why now? You know what I mean? Why now are you texting me? If, if I feel like yeah. if you have that, that feeling about someone and then you, you have that five minute conversation with them yeah. and then something comes up like, yo, I need this or that, <laughs> your gut instinct was probably right. But yeah. for the most part, I usually don't feel like that, to be honest with you, bro. I usually don't really feel like that. I don't know. Maybe I'm just an asshole and people don't call me for shit because they know how it'll go. But they know the answer. Yeah. Well, but, I feel like I for you personally, like I see you and my brother Tristan the same way in the sense that like you guys hit that level of like prime in your years where you're supposed to be like making the most friends. And it's like in that time, it's kind of like if you weren't the in group there, you guys aren't like actually friends there then going on. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Like like I know, I know, really I know your brother. Your brother feels like that strong. Yeah, yeah. you don't make your, new friends. It's your brother like, is very much like that, but I'm not the same way. Like you're even not as stubborn in a sense? yeah, in my list of ten, like my boxing coach is in there. Like, oh, okay. you know, mm-hmm. like me and him are super, super close. Mm-hmm. Like you know, mm-hmm. like that's mm-hmm. my dog. Like For you know, sure. like yeah, he's like one of the closest people. So you don't in my agree life. with like the concept of no new friends by your your. Nah, I don't. Especially because it's just like you never know who you're gonna run into, and it's yeah. like my boxing coach is an old man. Mm-hmm. There's so much stuff that I've learned from him and stories he's told me that's like that story was from before I was even born. Like you know, it's a little piece of knowledge I could take with me to improve my life. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. You never know what kind of wisdom you can run into by meeting new people. Yeah, like for sure you got those, you know, day one friends, but you gotta go through the rest of your life like open to receiving 
more. Yeah. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? You can meet somebody at 30, you can meet somebody at 40, and they could, you know, give you a world of wisdom. Yeah, anyone could be a blessing. Yeah, you know, and it's like, you seem like a pretty good judge of character. And like, I would have said the same thing. Like, if I can bring you on my family and my family feels good with you, like all my friends, mm-hmm. you've been there. Yeah. Like, I'll bring people around. And if you can't, we can't act the same way that we do together when my family's around, then we probably not locked in like that. Mm-hmm. But if I'll bring you around, like, I'll know that we're good. And I, think, I could do that with almost anybody. Yeah, I think my answer, like, I, you guys have, like, all these, like, stigmas, like, lo- loyalty and trust and all that. I feel like that's ingrained in friendship no matter what or else, like, again, like, you wouldn't be my dog. Yeah, I think my judgment of, of of friendship is which ones of my friends would feel uncomfortable giving my mom a hug that can't be a real, real friend of mine. Mm-hmm. I'm being so serious Wait, man. What if that. he's Muslim and he doesn't touch women? Bro, if you're Muslim, you're giving my mom a hug. Like, I don't <laughs> care. Like, bro, smart enough. Like, like bro, Mishu, his, his bro literally would give my mom a hug when he saw her. It's the same thing. It's like I don't even know if I. I, I mean, I've, yeah, I've given your mom it's a hug. Literally at my like, birthday this week. It's like, what are you talking about? And your mom came, and your mom gave my mom a hug. So like, I see what, what you're you saying. I see what you're saying, bro. Like Nate, uh, Michael, you seen it? Like when we going to Zach's games, like your little bros' games. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sitting there with your mom for those two hours. Like you know yeah. what I mean? That's a yeah. friend. Like yeah, yeah. I feel like the fact that like if you can't, I don't, be, I don't want you hugging my mom. <laughs> I was say like, yo, I don't know how I feel about this, bro. It's like I'm making no, it's just over like you'll be able to breathe, man. It's like yo, you, like you're out here calling like our like our good friends, our brothers and stuff, and mm-hmm. it's like that's like I feel like that's a sign of it. Like, no, hundred percent. You, like, you see your homie's mom, you should be like, that's mom to you too. Exactly. What's up, mom? That's like, you got any food like, in the fridge? Like that like, should you know? be the standard. Yeah. That's yeah, my yeah. standard. I shouldn't. I shouldn't say that should be the standard. That's my standard. Yeah. And it's like if you. If like even if it's the first time you meet her, it's like you need to be able to feel comfortable enough. Cause I I'm the type of person that anyone who's my friend, I make feel comfortable regardless of like the scenario, right? Like mm-hmm. I can be bullshitting with you, Mike, on some like the stupidest shit, mm-hmm. but you're gonna laugh it off because you know I'm not serious. Mm-hmm. And I want everyone to feel comfortable around me. And like I feel like when I do that with my friends, it's it's very reciprocated and to the point where it's like you should not feel awkward yeah. to do the littlest gesture. Of respecting my mother when you see her type shit. Fair enough. All right, so let me do a hard segue into that because he's saying you got to be able to hug the mom, Dukes. Right? Mm. How you feel about like wait, 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 we're talking about moms now? No, no, no. We're I, I'm gonna <laughs> like we're rating trans- them. No, like stop out of ten. Yo, relax, huh? <laughs> relax, relax. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, I was saying though, before I was rudely interrupted. Um, as far as like when you're dating a girl, right, and mm-hmm. you're looking at her like, I want this to be the future, um, like you know, mother to my children type shit. Mm-hmm. You got any things that you're looking for? Like, what's the prerequisites with that? You know, I might be the wrong person to ask on that based off the decisions I made. But oh, wow, you had terrible taste in women. Uh, I had good taste in women. <laughs> nah, yo, it's like it's like uh, it's like I treat I've treated like some really good ones, not as good as they should have been treated. And I've treated some like not as good ones probably better than they should have been treated. In your past? Yeah. But does do you think that comes more so from when you, like you said earlier, when you don't love yourself properly, you can't yeah. love the people around you properly, right? Yeah. So you think that that's something that you've um, kind of like rectified in your life? Yeah. Like I know what I'm looking for now. Mm-hmm. I know what I'm looking for now. And if I see that again, like I'll, I'll act correctly. Uh, but a big thing for me is like, I don't know, like how can we, obviously like how can we spend time together? Like do I feel like I need to impress you mm-hmm. or do I feel like we good like just... I'm chilling in a sweatsuit or even I'm chilling in a dirty sweatsuit. Like I don't even have a nice one on. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, on road? On road, Ting. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm playing. I'm not bringing her on road. <laughs> You're not taking him on a first date. Uh, yeah, like how, you know, how you interact with my family, how the vibes are when you're around my, you know, my mom, my brothers. My brothers are a big tell. Like they could see right away, like... Oh. 
this might not be a good one for Mikey right here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or if this one is a good one. Like, my mom also knows too, and she'll be the first one to tell me. She said some wild stuff to me yeah. a couple months ago about this, like, one girl who was, like, we were really locked in. But, like, I was going through some stuff, uh, and I just, like, we kind of broke up. We did break up. I broke up with her. <laughs> and it was just, like, she was, like, yo, she's stunning. I couldn't even, to this day, I couldn't even say something bad about her. Like, she mm-hmm. treated me so well. And I was just going through some mental things like, oh, is this what my life's going to be like? Do I want to be with her forever? I was going back and forth. And my mom even said some stuff to me like a couple months ago. She's like, yeah, you really fucked that one up, didn't you? (laughs) She's like, yo, she went in on me. She was like, yo, she was good for you. Like, she took, she like, you know, accepted your bullshit. Like, she was pretty. Like, you know, it was like everything looked good. But you just like, I don't know what you were thinking. Yeah, what were you thinking? I was on a mad, I was on a madness. I was like, yo, I'm going to be with one woman for the rest of my life. Mm. But like, yo, to that same, like I was making bare bad decisions. Like I quit my job. I had a pretty good job. I quit it and I broke up with her on like the same day. I'm like, yo, I'm starting nah, fresh right wild now. Lit. You're not both on the same day. Yo, that was a bad meditation <laughs> session. Yeah. Your crystals were not my, powers, yo, my crystals weren't aligned, bro. <laughs> bro. And so I did it like literally both on the same day. I'm like, yo, I'm going to start like this new chapter of my life. Like I'm going to, you know, start running businesses and like, you know. Do maybe- you feel that comes back down to you having that extreme personality and making extreme decisions Yeah, like going too crazy. And yeah. I think, yo, I certainly, I'll tell you right now, like five years removed, like I didn't think that went through properly, mm. but it oh, is that was five years ago. You're talking about that. That was last week. <laughs> he, it's on his mind. It's stuck. It's well, when you brought it up, I'm like, yo, because I've only had like a couple like relationships that were like what you would serious, be considered yeah. like serious, and uh, you know, one of them like was that one, and it was like everything was literally good. Like we never even got in fights. Like it was, you know, like there was no problems. And then the second one, it was just like there was like some issues. Like it wasn't yeah. great. You know what I mean? Wasn't great. So what do you do? Like what Jimmy was asking about before, like what are you looking for in a girl then, I guess? Like what would be the girl that's like not going to make you second guess, damn, I'm going to have to spend my life with her? Yeah, I mean, yo, I, I like a girl who is like, I don't know, I like a sense of humor. I like a little bit of like, uh, like I like a girl who can like have a, uh, like an open mind, but like a someone who also like questions things. Not yeah. like questions me, but like questions like, doesn't just accept like what's going on like, like you know? narrative like no i know yeah. you you're like you're in like you're the same as jimmy and, and me mm-hmm. like in the sense of like mainstream media in a sense is just all bullshit mm-hmm. i don't want you to just accept uh-huh. that let's at least talk yeah, about it have a conversation about it yeah and i feel like having that conversation with your girl sometimes it helps because she's going to come at you from her point of view yeah you're telling her your point of view yeah and, and it's going to be that back and forth where you're kind of figuring out okay this is what could work and even if even if I've had conversations with girls before where it's a it's a beautiful conversation. Uh-huh. At the end of it, we're like, yeah, that's exactly why we would never work, uh-huh. and, and that's fine too. Like you know, sure. it's, it's good to be honest. For with sure, people, as long as you know? can figure that out, get to that before anybody gets like really hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the main thing is, yeah, being able to like have conversations, like be open about your actual like you know opinions on shit. Because I don't know, it's like we all seem like we're in that same kind of boat of having some wild opinions about things <laughs> that aren't necessarily accepted right. by like yeah, the, the, I was the mainstream group of people. I would right? say I would say Jimmy has wild opinions. I have pretty based opinions. Just again, <laughs> oh both gosh. of our opinions aren't accepted. My my opinions are super Brother, based, your brother. your base opinions of me saying to manifest something and to visualize yeah, see, it like, is that- gay. Bro, you're talking about energies and like crystals and fucking right, man. Mer- right, Mercury man. and retrograde. Like, come on, right, man. Right, That's not... a little out there, brother. <laughs> that a little out there. <laughs> yeah. Mikey, you have any advice? Uh, Mishu wants to ask, you have any advice for uh, people in their early 20s, like especially men who are just out here chasing girls? I would say, I would say, like, yeah. 
I would say like don't be chasing girls. I'd say focus on leveling yourself up. Like try to become the man that you want to be, and the right girl will find you. Like or the right girls, man. When you're really right when girls, you're really yeah, doing your thing, a lot of yeah, girls fall. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't believe in uh, uh No, that's not even what I was saying. I'm called? just saying we're talking about young twenty year olds. Yeah, it's like, not when you're in your early twenties, I don't even think you should be looking for a wife. You should be nah. looking for the best version of yourself. Yeah. And and date some girls so you know what you like and what you don't 100%. like. Hundred percent. Like, yo, it's it's a time in your life where you don't like need to be tied to anything. Like, you don't need to be overly committed to like a person right now, unless you're like, you know, I'm a big I'm a big believer in like trying to find a purpose for yourself. Like, mm-hmm. trying to find something that you could dive into, and like give your all to with like all the energy that you have and try to build something out of that. And it's hard to do that if you are all, like constantly distracted every weekend or every night. Even you're swiping on Tinder, you're swiping on Bumble, trying to find someone to bang. Like that takes that in and of itself takes a lot of energy. Like yeah, and like then you are like transferring that energy to other people. Where it's like if you like buckle down and you lock in on something, you can actually create like such a fire version of yourself. You're gonna be building your character. You're gonna be building your mindset that like you are actually gonna now start attracting like what you want towards you whereas like before you're trying to chase like i'm never trying to chase anything in life because if you're chasing something bro what that means right there is that it's running from you yeah exactly i'm not trying to chase i'd rather like be the guy who attracts it yeah and that goes for everything that's not just relationships like that's professional that's like personal like that's like you want to be you want to like make a lot of money like you can't chase the money you need to be the person who is valuable. It's valuable of that. Mm-hmm. I hear like a lot of people saying this kind of stuff in the sense of like be the guy you want to be type shit. Like that kind of like uh, messaging that like let's say like an Andrew Tate and those like men male, male role models pass the message on. But then I want to say it's like at what point are you faking it type shit? Like you know what I mean? It's oh, like, like fake it till you make lot, it. There's a lot. Not even fake it till you make it. Like there's a lot of guys that I know or like I know of that like sure. have a persona that's not actually them. Oh, but okay. then it's like. That, like that's their business mindset. That's their they when they talk to girls. But then when it's just them on their own, that's not dumb at all. Like you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like at what point do you balance that, or do you think like you got one? You should have one. a man, uh, different mindset in, when you're stepping into those spaces. Yeah, no, you're 100 percent right. There's a lot of people like that, uh, especially in Toronto. Like everybody's trying to put on a front in this city uh, when they don't actually have it going on. And at a certain point, yeah, you're right. You're like faking it, but. What it comes down to is like who you are, like who your character is. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like character is the biggest thing. Like, if you are that person in character, like the way I'm talking right now is how I'll talk. Like, if we're in my garage, yeah. if we're at the club, if we're like at the basketball court, if there's five girls in the room with us, like, it's the I'm same the thing. same person, right? Yeah. And so, if you can get to the point where like you're that comfortable in yourself, then you're fine. Like, if you are just like, if you are literally that person consistently, then you're doing all right. But those people who put something on for the cameras or for the facade or for the clout or for whatever it is, there's some probably inside of them that's like unsatisfied. Yeah. Doesn't feel like they're actually doing it. You know what I'm saying? I don't think it's a matter of unsatisfied. I think it's more of a line of like, like again, like these guys are, everybody's telling you, the internet's telling you, if you act this way, these are the things you're going to get. You're going to get the bitches. You're going to get the cars. What I would say to that is like, it's like, um, it's like if someone tells you, like, if you hear Kobe saying some shit about mentality yeah, and like stuff we like that, right? Before. And then you see he he likes to take all the shots on his team. And mm-hmm. then you see someone who's never practiced saying, yeah, I'm going to have that Kobe mentality. I'm mm-hmm. going to go out there and I'm going to take all the shots. Mm-hmm. It's like, first of all, he's talking about you have to work hard to be that person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you can't cheat the work part. Mm-hmm. And work, I feel like sometimes people act like it's just this word. It's like, no, work is actually like what... People, the meaning of life. The meaning of life is work, bro. Mm-hmm. The meaning of life is to work. The things you work on and accomplish is what's going to get you 
anything done. Yeah. Everything that you're not doing that's worked, anything that's leisure is just a waste of time. Not to say mm-hmm. that you should 100% of the time be doing that, but when people are telling you like there's a blueprint to have your day, I'm sure that there's pr- produ- like production in there and work. Mm-hmm. It's not just... Oh, here's a blueprint that you could you could go sit on your couch and your day is gonna work out with itself yeah. for you. It's not like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like when you when you see when you talk about people faking it and stuff like that, it's like, yeah, you could fake it all day, bro, but the results aren't gonna show, especially over time. And that's exactly it. At some point, like you could do that, but at some point you will be exposed. Yeah. Like it will show. Like your results won't add up to the chats that you're putting out there. And then you're just kind of left stuck. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when you're doing like your your personal training and your like life you're a life coach, right? Too, right? Yeah. So somewhat. So like, do you give like this type of advice to the people when they come to you? Like that, like the ma- the amount of work you put in is the result you're gonna get out towards everything. I mean, yeah, like that's like essentially what I like to what I like to talk about. Like the more you put into anything, the more likely you are to get something out of it. Mm-hmm. Like very rarely have I worked with somebody who did the four workouts a week, ate healthy, drank enough water, got to sleep on time. Didn't go out, get fucked up every weekend. Who six months down the road didn't look completely different. Yeah, like very rare has that ever happened. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, hundred percent. When someone calls you and is like, "Yo, I'm not gonna be. Hey, Mike, I'm not gonna be able to make it to uh, training today." Are you saying, "Okay, whatever, that's on you," or is it like motivational? Yeah, speech how do you shit? react to that? That's a great one. Yeah, but yeah I feel yeah. like a lot of people are, you, are afraid to hire motivational coaches because they're gonna have days like that, mm-hmm. and they're they're afraid to get beat up. If on, I was like, like I'm know? not going to the gym today, and I open my phone to a 45 minute, uh, 45 <laughs> second voice note, I'll be uh-huh. cheese. I'll be like, do I want to open this right now? <laughs> I mean, it comes with, like, you kind of kind of read the situation. Like, yeah. you know, life is hectic sometimes and things can pop up last minute. Yeah. But, like, for the most part, nah, we, we're coming into the gym today. <laughs> we're going to talk them into yeah, it? Yeah, I'm going to talk them into it. And most times I am able to talk them into it. Like, and you can even tell, like, once you start to get to know the people you work with, they'll, like, send you a feeler message, like, an hour or two before. Be like, yo, we're on for tonight? Yeah. Question mark? <laughs> and I'll be like, yeah, I'm on my way there right now. You know, say something, you know, even if I'm not, I'll be like, I'm on my way there right now. Like, don't leave me hanging. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? A lot of time it's not because they, you know, they can't do it. It's just like, I might not be feeling it today. And that's a part of that fitness and mental health journey. It's like, you're going to have days like that. And I'm yeah. telling you, bro, every day I go work out when I feel like that is the days I need it the most. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's the day you need bro, to, to do the shit the most, you know? hundred percent. hundred percent. When you're feeling stuck the most is the day you got to shake it up the most. Yeah. And myself too. Like if I, like I said, like sometimes I get caught up, I got to do this. I got to do that. Mm-hmm. I don't have the time to go to the gym. Once three days passes and I haven't been doing a workout mm-hmm. as much as I'm on road moving around and stuff. It's like, no, nah, I'm not feeling like myself. Mm-hmm. I got to go recharge in the gym. I got to take 10 minutes just to figure out what I'm doing, what my goals are mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And it just helps, bro. It mm-hmm. just really helps. It really does. Absolutely. So are you like sober now in a sense or... Like, you still party, like, oh, for birthdays or Yeah, like, like yo, like, we, like, yeah, like, I'm at a point now where I'm not partying like that. You're in control of I'm completely in control, but, like, I'll go out and have some vodkas on Saturday night and mm-hmm. be fine with it. Mm-hmm. Like, we were out on Saturday night, me and my brothers and the homies, we were yeah. out on Saturday night. Uh, and so we could do that. Like, do you feel regretful when you do, though? Like, do you feel like, damn, this, like, this is going to set me back, like, three days? No, 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 because I'm not hurting myself. I'll go to the gym the next day. Uh, I will not miss the gym. This guy said he's not hard on himself, but he goes the next day, huh? Cause I'll go. Like it's just a staple. There's, that's like a non-negotiable. Mm. It's a non-negotiable. That's the, that's the type of shit I want to be on. Like that's uh-huh. the shit I was on. Like 
where it's like it doesn't matter what happens even if i'm just gonna that's go to the, the shit gym you're gonna be on mm-hmm. okay see i don't meditate though that's too <laughs> nice. Yo, Yo, somebody get this guy a crystal he if needs you, one if jimmy <laughs> buys me a crystal i'll meditate you actually might need one you need the ocean. The crazy thing. we don't have them you need one you, you have to in the one, ocean bro. though not lake ontario that's just polluted I all right some, i need yeah. some fresh water I'm a, I'm a, it's funny bro i follow this kid and he sells the crystals he's hilarious he's way too out there type shit praying with the crystals on the video like rubbing them down against his heart chakras he be dropping gems and then like nine nonsense shits uh-huh. where i'm like brother i gotta decipher through this shit right uh-huh. now <laughs> he's taking it too far but uh-huh. yeah i know for sure like getting your chakras all that type of stuff right it does help man it does yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yo so like um uh-huh. are you taking on new clients or whatever or like how can people reach out to you uh you can hit me up on instagram uh send me a dm uh, I take selects like clients. It's it's a little about, more. It's if a little we want to work down. out, you gonna take us for a workout? Yeah, 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 for sure. I got I think you. We should. We should. Yeah, go we should go get them. All right, for this sure. Guy, this guy's throwing that we word around a lot. Yeah, you got no. You coming through? <laughs> that you, we word. You coming through? You coming through? Yeah, no. We should get Where's it done for sure. No, hundred percent. Uh, I know you have one in the garage. I'll I got one in the garage. Yo, if you guys want to come check my homies at Body by Chosen. Yeah, yeah, we'll pull up. We're you guys bringing, ever heard we're that spot? A, yeah, yeah, we're bringing a camera too. Uh huh. So that's also the the gear I got on today. It's one of their clothing lines it's called uh, Litma. It stands for Less Talk, More Action. I thought you hell said yeah, Ligma. Hell yeah. Ligma, yeah. Lit- yeah, it's like LTMA stands for Less Talk, More Action. You know, I like that. I like that. What's that stand for? These nuts. Got him. He's an idiot. That's what I deal with. That's He's done that too before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, you crazy. Love that. Love that. Promote your shit. Promote your shit. No, no, no. I was just gonna say, like, the homies there are super cool. Uh, every Saturday we do a crazy workout, um, and there's a couple guys there, like, uh, the owner, Dwayne, Jason, uh, they've been super good, like, big homies, very supportive, um, and they're great coaches, right? So we go every Saturday morning, we have, like, a crazy hard workout, it's, like, open workout, um, and it's real, just, like, real, like, jailhouse workouts. It's like, not, like, CrossFit? Yeah, nah, cal- calisthenics and shit? Yeah, a lot of calisthenics, a little bit of weightlifting, but, yeah, like, I don't know, last Saturday we did, like, 100 pull-ups, 100 push-ups, yeah, hundred pull-ups will take me a minute. No, no, <laughs> but we break it in a set to ten, and there's a bunch of people there. It's like all about the camaraderie. It's a very supportive group. Uh, I fuck with them a lot, uh, and they about to blow up in the in the fitness scene. They probably gonna go uh, worldwide. I think they're incident? pretty big already. Like I, I've been heard about them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're pretty big already, but they about to go even bigger. Like they start open. They're gonna start opening up gyms in the states and shit. They about to they about to really That's take it up. to another level. They should open up one in Dubai. Mm. No cap. What the hell I, are you like, no, if you see their brand and how they operate, like. It's like they should have one in Beverly Hills. Like they should have one in the Hamptons. Yeah, like, yeah. They got like, their Instagram models yeah, on there. It's, perf- it's perfect for the rich <laughs> clientele. Huh? <laughs> See, look at this guy. Now like I said, we're pulling up with the camera, Let's man. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout them out one more time. Uh, Body by Chosen. The clothing line is uh, LTMA. Let's talk more action. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah. Do you have any questions for us before we close this one out? Nah, yo, I just want to say I uh, appreciate y'all for having me no, on. Yeah, Thank bro. y'all for sure. No, I appreciate this. Nah, of course. You're part of the Northern bad. Ruckus family now. Man. Yeah, for sure. I'm going to take this literature home and I'm going I'm to yeah, digest yeah. this for sure. Jim, sure. you have anything else you want to ask him or get off his chest? Nah, man. I think just just one more time, just tell people like, you know, like everything that, that being healthy did for you. I feel like in our day and age, people clown on being healthy mm-hmm. and it's the weirdest mm-hmm. thing. Everyone knows mm-hmm. health is wealth. So, mm-hmm. you know, you could elaborate on that. Well, I don't know. I heard I like I heard someone great like if you can get a million dollars today, if I can give it to you today, would you take it? Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. But if you were to if you had to die tomorrow, would you still take it? No, hell no. Right. Yeah. And so people don't look at their health that way. Like you we're so stuck in this rat race. Like 
And it's the culture of like, yo, we got to make money. We got to level up, get promotions, whatever, build a, build a big business. And you neglect yourself, right? The worst thing you want to be, and this is what I see with clients, like older men who are like CEOs, executives, got like great jobs, is they're like 45, 50 years old, 60 years old with a big old lot of money. They got all the toys, they got everything, but like you got diabetes, you got high cholesterol, your blood pressure going crazy. You ain't giving your wife the same love that she's and looking for. you don't think that she's with you for, for you anyway. Yeah, you think she's just with yeah. you for the money. And yeah, it's you like, start to hate yourself. Bro, that'll bring so much more self-like value uh, that it's like, it's almost priceless. Obviously, we, we I have a great value on money. I think money is incredibly important. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I would never discredit what having money could do for you. Mm -hmm. But you still need your health. Like, you don't want to be that guy who's like struggling. You need your family to assist you when you're 60 years old. You're like, you can't do shit for yourself. Like you want to be self-sustaining as long as you can be. So mm -hmm. it, it, on top of the physical attributes that it'll bring, like the health that it'll bring, what it does for your mental clarity is, is massive as well. And as I said, I've started working with people who within six months of just like pushing themselves, they got promotions at work, paid them 10x more money than they were making before. Uh, they went ahead and got the girl their dreams. Like things start happening when you start giving that that energy back to yourself. So I would say it's like one of the most important things uh, in this world. You hear it all the time. Like, if you don't have your health, you don't really have anything. So that's that's what I believe for myself, and that's what worked for me. Bro, I appreciate I appreciate you coming on. No, thank you. Amazing. I appreciate you having me, brother. Uh, yeah. So that's been another episode of um, Northern Ruckus. Mm -hmm. Peace. Peace.